We all know that when no one is looking, sometimes you just grab a big handful of leaf litter and duff and smell it in all its damp, earthy glory. Surely we all do this. If not, we should. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. Recently, I was pleasantly surprised by an article in the Bangor Daily News that referenced a game I often play with my outdoor school students. I give each student a paint chip sample and have them find an exact color match in nature, so anything human-made doesn't count, like our synthetic clothing, but our eye or hair color does count because humans are part of nature, of course. I love the look of relief when I give one student a green and the look of disbelief when I give another student purple. The student with green thinks it's going to be so easy to find a match, but the student with purple thinks it'll be impossible, especially in the winter. But usually, the student with green struggles to find an exact match as quick as they think. There are so many shades of green out there, and the student with purple ends up finding a match much more quickly than they expect once they actually start looking at the world around them carefully. Do you know what the trickiest color to find a match in the forest is? On an overcast day, it's blue. But there's one fungus fruiting now that can be a relief to find in this game because it sports a range of blue-green shades that's rare to see in nature, the green stain fungus. I remember the first time I showed someone this fungus, and I have loved watching people's reactions ever since. I was a naturalist guide in New Hampshire for a college summer job at the time, and I stopped at a decomposing stick on the forest floor that was almost entirely a bold blue-green color. I asked the family I was guiding what they thought was the cause. One suggested it was paint, while another thought maybe it was where a bear had peed after eating blueberries. Once they realized it was neither paint, nor did they know of anyone that pees blue after eating blueberries, they were feeling stumped. But that's where I come in. If you see a barkless log or stick on the forest floor stained blue-green, you can be quite confident it is the result of a genus of cup fungi, Chlorosiberia, also known as blue or green stained fungus. This fungus is saprobic, meaning it gets its energy from decomposing wood, an important ecosystem service that helps turn dead trees into nutrient-rich soils. Wood infected with green stain fungus before it becomes too soft and decomposed has been prized by woodworkers who have used the wood in decorative projects like in Tunbridge ware due to the unique color that stands out in the grain of wood. There's evidence of Chlorosiberia fungi being used this way since at least the 14th century in Italy. A quick review of fungal anatomy. A fungus is primarily a network of fibrous mycelium, usually hidden underground or inside a tree. In order to reproduce, many fungal species sprout mushrooms, the fruiting bodies that make spores, from that mycelial network. So a button mushroom, for example, is like a blueberry, just the reproductive structure of a much larger organism. Most of our fungi are identified by their mushrooms, which are not always out, but the blue-green color of the mycelium of greenstain fungus makes it easy to identify year-round. However, the mushrooms of greenstain fungus are some of my favorites to find because they fruit infrequently and they look like something out of a fairy tale. I encourage that curious family to take a small piece of one of the many greenstain sticks with them to keep it wet and see if it would make its unique mushrooms at home. Picture a sparse cluster of tiny, dark turquoise goblets, no more than a centimeter tall and just half to one centimeter wide, and you have an image of these mushrooms. The top of the cup is smooth and bright blue-green, while the underside is a bit paler and felt-like. When they're fruiting, they are very appropriately called green elf cups. 
Across North America, they tend to fruit in summer and fall. I have most often seen them this time of year, especially after the heavy rains of offshore hurricanes roll through, but they seem to start fruiting earlier this year. I heard reports of them fruiting in the area in early August. So the next time you're outside, you could be on the lookout for these tiny green elf cup mushrooms sporting a color rarely observed in nature. Or if you just find a green stained stick, perhaps you could bring it inside, keep it wet, and see if the mushrooms come along later. Maybe you want to put together a little tea party for elves while you're at it, or challenge yourself to find some other unexpected colors in nature. It'll be worth it. I promise. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology. (laughs) 